Hey, it's Karen Hunter from the Karen Hunter Show on Sirius XM Urban View. Here's a highlight from today's show. She is this co-founder and chief executive officer of Charger Help. ChargerHelp.com. Let me welcome Miss Camila. Is it Camille Terry? Camille Terry? Yeah, just Camille. <laughs> Camille. Camille Terry, welcome to the Karen Hunter Show. Okay. Um, you know, to be in this space, which is still relatively new, um, is first of all, congratulations. So walk us through your background. Are you an engineer? Are you in, are you a tech person? Like what's, what's your background to even start a charger company? So I actually used to be a banker. Well, first I was a nonprofit. Then I was a banker. Uh, Um, and I lived in Philadelphia. My mom got sick, had to leave my job, um, moved back to LA. Um, and I was just looking for a job. I went on angelist.co uh, and I was like, okay, well, <laughs> what I'm gonna do while I take care of my mom and um, saw this job and was like, oh, this is interesting. And I and the job that I started off with, it was called EV driver support. So if, if something so you were doing on, customer service for exactly. electric electric vehicles drivers yes um and knew nothing about electric vehicles or anything like that and was in that space for almost two and a half three years and just learned a ton and was like oh oh this is something is happening here <laughs> and and yeah go ahead well, so come here, so when did you know something was happening like was there a particular call or did the volume of the calls get more and more like what was that moment what was that year where you were like hmm i need to pivot well early on i was it was so interesting because folks will call in for two things one they will call in to be like i just bought an electric vehicle how do i charge this thing and i was like oh wow like no one told you how to charge it and then two or they will call in you know because the station when they experience it in an issue and what did it for me was um, when I would try to call maybe an electrician, because you think, oh, electric vehicle charging station, call an electrician. And then when the electricians would go on site, they would be like, oh, no, it's not an electrical issue. It's a communication issue. It's a firmware issue. It's a software issue. And they didn't necessarily want help because they didn't know how to. And that's like early on, I was like, oh, man, like it would be great to have a workforce that really could help me um, with the problems that I was trying to solve. So it was a, a, a tad of an idea then, but then later on, my mom got really, really sick. Mm-hmm. And I actually just started to volunteer um, at this organization called the LA Clean Tech Incubator. And I just started to teach people about charging stations um, and was trying to get them jobs at the company that I had just left. And um, a lot of those folks were just like, you know, we don't necessarily want to hire all these people ourselves, you know, but I was like, well, if I hired them, would you hire me? And they say, yes. ah, and uh, that's kind of where it came from. So that's like, you know, those, um, companies that, what do they call them? Temp agencies or, you know, cause I have several friends that work in different, you know, where they're a nurse and there's like industries that place people and then they take up, you know, a percentage. So you are providing a service to the, to the electric vehicle companies to get support. It's like, uh, the, the genius bar at Apple, except it's outsourced or like, uh, what do you call it at Best Buy? Uh, I can't remember now, but yeah. All right. I like it. Uh, or, or, or something that I just taskmaster, you know, or, you know, somebody that you can call up to put together your, uh, your, uh, Ikea furniture. 
I can't. Well, the thing is, all of these folks are my employees. So they're not 1099 workers. So they are all W-2 workers of Charger Health. And so I hire folks, I give them equitable pay, I give them equity in the company. So it's a little bit better than that. Like they all right. So all right. So wait, Camille, let's go back. (laughs) Camille C. Terry is here. She is the co-founder, chief executive officer of Charger Help. Chargerhelp.com is where you go. All right. So your banking background, was that important? I think to an extent it was because I used to work with the Warden Small Business Development Center and I was a business banker. So I think early on, I understood just like what it took to have a financially stable business. And as a young, pretty young, right? And so as a young person, you know, now starting a company, a lot of those um, fundamental things that I had learned, you know, is now being helpful to me as I grow my company. Okay. How young are you since you, since you brought it I'm up? I'm 33. 33 come on through i've told you this generation i love it i know there's a lot of trash talked about that generation but i'm i'm like y'all are fear y'all are fearless at the same time as high anxiety and smoke a lot of weed but that's all right so listen so camille um what did you learn about forming a successful business because i think people need to understand the elements are the same no matter what the business is so walk us through just some of the steps Well, one of the things that's always been top of mind for me is making sure you take care of the folks who interact with your customers, which is always your frontline workers. Like if you are not paying the folk in the front of the house or the folks that's interacting with your customers well or not taking care of their benefits, then there's those costs do not escape you, whether people leave or don't do as a great job because they don't feel valued. Right. And so that was so important for us. And that's why we start off at thirty dollars an hour. Um, for our technicians, and we increase salary as they get into higher positions. And then the other thing for me is always margins, right? It's starting to understand like what is my cost and and what's my revenue and what's my profit, and and how can I build from there? Those are the two things that are like super super important for me as as we build a a, a the business. So let's talk business. Um, you ran into a business that you didn't know would become. Uh, a thing, but also now electric cars, there are several cities. I think California is one of them that every, every car has to be electric by a certain year. I know the president of the United States has a whole initiative with incentives for people to move into electric vehicles. I'm seeing more and more of them charging stations are everywhere, you know? Um, so you tapped into something that is happening, which is the hallmark of a good business is like watching trends and then leaning in. What was the most daunting thing about leaving? You went to angel list. That's funny. Leaving your temporary job and then starting a business and incorporation. How much money did you need to start this up? And where are you now? How many years in? Yeah, I guess nothing was, was daunting because I had already quit my other job to take care of my mom full time. And so I was already kind of just trying to, you know, twiddle my fingers to figure out how I could give back, right? So nothing necessarily was daunting there. Um, but then when it came down to, you know, how I was going to fund the business, right? As a true millennial, I didn't really have savings. Um, so I had to figure that part out. Um, and, and then, you know, what I started to do, honestly, I did pitch competitions. And I got into local community programs that taught you more about running a startup which is a little bit different than, you know, running a business, like starting up is there's a whole thing, right? 
So I look for help. I look for mentors. I look for folks that had done this already. And I just listened and, and learned and wrote things down and, 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 you know, really trusted in God and, um, that, that mm-hmm. something was going to work, you know? <laughs> How many years ago was that? That was January of 2020. I decided to start a company right before a global pandemic. <laughs> Wow. Wow. No one, I mean, somebody knew, uh, (laughs) but (laughs) we didn't know. We didn't know until March that it was going to be a thing. So, I mean, I think that's also ordained because now look, you know, um, as we are supposedly coming out of it, more and more people are looking at electric vehicles. So, so let's get a tutorial. Camille C. Terry is here. K A M E A L E. Um, the company is chargerhelp.com. I'm imagining because you're a millennial, you're not on Twitter. So where where are you social mediating? mediating? Uh, I'm on Instagram because that okay. is a millennial social media platform. And it's just Camille C. Okay. K-A-M-E-A-L-E-C on Instagram. All right. I, bought, I buy a car. 2024, I'm going to buy a car. I want to put a charging, uh, I want to be able to charge it in my home. Do you recommend that? Is that problematic? What are you seeing in terms of like the batteries blowing up and setting the house on fire? Because that's my biggest concern. I have not seen that. So when okay. I came in and you were saying that, I was like, oh, wow, I have not heard that. Okay. Uh, All right. So it's an urban yeah. legend. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying I haven't seen it. Send me, if you've seen it, just let me know. I just okay. personally haven't heard about it. Um, no, it's totally safe. It's So a lot of the charger stations work off of the same type of plug you would use a washing machine. So like if your washing machine ain't catching on fire, I think you're fine. If your washing machine is catching on fire, then you might got some different problems. Okay. You might just need some electrical work done in the okay. house in general. <laughs> all right. All right. So it's that kind of plug. What else yeah. do we need to know about like the different cars? Your favorite car, and you can't say Tesla. So Tesla's off limits on the Karen Hunter show. But outside of that T car, what okay. are the <laughs> most popular cars that people love? And I noticed, first of all, let me just say this. I know there's a lot of y'all, there's a whole black Tesla community. Y'all like to ride. Y'all like to do your karaoke. I love y'all. I don't like the person that um, is taking credit for coming up with the technology because he didn't. He's a carnival barker. That said, I can't give him a dime. I can't give him any of my money. But if you got your Tesla, enjoy it. But what's your favorite uh, or the car that has the most um, uh, good reviews in terms of keeping a charge? Of keeping a charge. I'm not sure. I mean, here's what I'll say about the car industry in general, right? What I'm excited about the car industry is that the cars, electric cars are looking better. I remember when I first heard about electric vehicles, they were all turquoise and they were all, they're just ugly cars. Like it wasn't anything exciting to drive. And I think what I've been excited to see from the car show, I was in a car show in Detroit. I think they got a car show in LA is that um, the cars look like the future. And that's the cool thing about electric cars is that you can build different types of cars. So I'm excited to see all the car OEMs, you know, really start reimagining what it takes to move people around. Especially now that you don't have a big old engine and motor and all that, you can really reimagine just people movement, period. Um, but I will tell you this one thing. There's this car. It's not like a singular person's car. It's called a canoe. People should look it up. It's fascinating. It's self-driving and it's like this little box. And you can just get in there and it just takes you where you want to go. You go like watch movies and stuff. The canoe is very cute. I like it. The uh, Bermuda has a a little two seater car. That's also like really dope. 
um, yes. as well. Like I think all of the little islands that you know that you can kick about. And I was like, they should have them uh, in the states, but you know, I think people would the accidents. I just can imagine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, was like, I live in LA. Like we drive crazy here. So yeah. 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 Do you own Camille, a, an electric vehicle? Not yet. No, <laughs> I, uh, I do not own an electric vehicle yet. I got my first car note right out of school. And so I'm barely paying off my car. Um, and as a startup founder, you know, you don't make a lot of money. <laughs> so I got to, you know, figure, figure that part out, but it's like a real issue with folks where it's like, one, you know, if you have a car note, do you go out and immediately buy an electric vehicle if you were planning mm -hmm. to buy a car, right? Um, so so I'm excited to like get into the space. I also want to find something where I don't have to have a car note anymore, I'm trying to get like debt free. So, oh, that is so, a like, good goal. Give me a free car. <laughs> you know, Canoe should give you one. I'm on their I website right now. Canoe, y'all should hook up Camille and you should um spell canoe with a K. Cause uh, Camille's oh, yeah, gonna change, yeah, the <laughs> change the spelling just for Camille. Um, and I think you should have this, uh, these are cute. I mean, they're not cute. I actually think they're weird looking. Um, uh, but again, yeah, it's, it's the reimagined thing that you're talking about. You know, we've been waiting for the Jetsons for the, for the longest. I'm looking for a Jetson light car. Uh, the lifestyle vehicle does not this, this tank thing that they have. This is which one would you like? They're just so cool. And then like they used to have these really cool like promotional videos. I'm just a sucker for design. But what I will tell you. Wait, you could live in this. Hold on. This is yes. like, this is a loft on wheels. So like you could yes. like camp it's out. Incredible. I see. I see. Okay. Now you're seeing the vision. Yes. yes. The camper. I see it. I see it. Okay. Well, it's $40,000. All right. Ah, okay. But these, these cars are expensive Um, to not have a car. No, the. I was looking at a Rivian, but then it was getting like bad reviews, even though they're not producing enough of them. What's the, 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 you know, aside from it being like a washer dryer where you plug it in or, you know, it's that kind of plug. What else should we be concerned with? Cause I, I like to drive. Like I just, um, I put in some miles going to North Carolina this weekend and I was appreciating that my car held good gas. Like I got like 400 change on a, on a tank of gas. I was like, but the batteries are not doing that. Like, I mean, okay, so there are batteries that are doing it. I can't name the company, but I will say that the company that I use, that you said like, we can't talk about, I had I went on a trip, like a five, almost like a five hour trip, and I only had to charge twice and I only spent $12. Wait, it costs money to charge? Yes. I'm like, wait a minute, I got to pay? Like, how does it work? If I was in a gas car on a five-hour trip, I would not. Yeah. With these prices, yeah, it would have been a hundred, yeah, at least a hundred and something dollars. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. No, so you're right. Twelve dollars—that is good. I, I have to. Was, mm. I was surprised. Okay, here's the other thing that I do, uh, which is horrible, and I don't, I don't, I'm not proud of it. I will drive. I will wait until the light comes on, and then I want to, you know, get to like the last mile before I go get gas. Like, so if my car tells me it's like five miles to empty the, the scary thing is on that highway, the next gas station may not be for 10 miles, especially if you're on a Jersey turnpike, you may not hit that next gas station for 12 miles. So I like, I, I try to like, I skate on two weeks. I like, I'm timing it. Are these batteries reliable? Like, can I drain it down to like one mile to charge and not be stuck? 
even better like when i map out my trip so you can map out your well here's the thing i'm, I'm like generationally i don't know if you do this so if i'm going somewhere right i'll map out my trip on the little thing this is when i was using an electric car and it'll tell you where you need to stop off at in order to get a charge before you get to your next site and so you could and then it'll start warning you to be like oh here's the nearest charging station go so like i like that because like in my gas car car my car doesn't do that i have to like pull over go to google maps look at the nearest whatever but in electric vehicles you're able to see that and it maps it out for you okay so I think it might be fine I mean, but if you if you're pushing it to the limit and you yeah. run out of electrons, mm. I think that might Oof. just be your fault and not the the battery. No, fault. it is totally me. I've I've I actually had one time in my life, and I was like, I'm never doing that again. I had to actually get a hitch a ride in the police car, and no. they don't let you ride up front to go get gas. Like that, I could you know I could see the gas station, but I wasn't walking. It was hot. It was in Florida. And I had to go and and get gas uh, in one of them little gas tanks. That's how I I was like I thought I could. I hit that light and then my car was like nah. Mm -mm. <laughs> I was like what is I right there? Neutraled it into a gas station before, so I feel you because like yeah. it was running out of gas. So yeah, man. Okay, I have to adjust my mind. Are there a lot of electric car owners listening? 866-801-8255. And I guess we could talk about the T car since you you uh did mention it. You you like it because of did name. you, you didn't, didn't say the name, but did you do the karaoke and stuff? Did you have one that had karaoke in it? Yeah, and we have a contract with the T car. So, do you? I mean, <laughs> okay. Wow. They treat you well. I'm I'm just curious, yeah. how does this work? How, how when would we need your service, Camille? So we, so my customers actually the utilities, um, like the folks who make the charging stations, the network providers, they would, they would employ us. And so essentially you wouldn't know that we exist. We're like little fairies. And so the station, you just know the station's always working and that's all you need to know. Um, I'm interested in boring, boring companies. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to be at the front of the world. You just know that, oh yeah, Charger Help was here. Um, so yeah, so you wouldn't ever know that, that, that we exist. Are you in the black? No, we we raised venture capital, so we are okay. currently um, we're currently scaling the company, um, increasing folks and increasing our technology platform. Oh, I hate the scale. It doesn't anyway. Uh, that's neither here nor there. But I'm happy that you raised venture capital. How many black-owned charging companies are there? Do you know? Yeah, so there's definitely more than three, which I know for sure. So there's Spark Charge. They have um, portable charging. Um, Dudamus is actually a, a woman out of Detroit that she manufactures her charging stations in Detroit. And then there's Paul Francis of Kidget, um, yep. who makes his charging stations in California. And he's actually been making charging stations for the past 10 years. Um, yeah, we had him on the show. Huh? We had him, we had him on the show. So oh, yes. oh, yeah, yes. there you go. Yeah. I just I wanted to know, like, you know, are all charging stations, you know, what should we be concerned about with, with charging stations? Just making sure that I would say that they're reliable and that they're working in your communities. And if they aren't, you know, bringing that to the attention of like your local representatives. I was like, it sounds boring, but like you should really write your local representative if you have charging infrastructure in your community that doesn't work because that's your taxpayer dollars. That's your utility, you know, rate money like you're paying for that. So if it's not being fixed, then that's just money that's being wasted. So that's the biggest thing I think people should look out for. Well, I am so proud of you. This is amazing. And how is your mom okay? Did everything turn out okay? No, she passed last year. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm yeah. so sorry. 
I know that she hasn't left though, because uh, in you, in you is all of all of that uh, to do all of the things. Uh, so she is still with us. And say her name, please. Doris Terry. Doris Terry. All right. Rest in power. Camille, thank you for coming through. Much success. Stay in, stay in touch. When I get my car, I'm going to reach out. Charger Help. Chargerhelp.com. Check her out. And Camille C, K-A-M-E-A-L-E-C on the IG is where you can follow her. Hey, this is Karen Hunter. You can listen to the Karen Hunter Show live every Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. East on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.